honored that you came to hang out with me for a little bit today. I just want to let you know that you go girl is my motto. I just am your cheerleader, your biggest fan, and I am rooting for you to, for today, to find healing in fear. So this is a place for you to come and be and get encouraged to be all that God has created you to be. So again, we're going to talk about fear today. I did some research. Fear is spoken over 500 times in the King James Version of the Bible. 500 times. That's a lot. So we have the fear of the Lord, which we totally encourage. Then we have a spirit of fear, which we should avoid. A spirit of fear can hinder your walk with the Lord. So let's talk about the definition of fear. So I looked it up and it says an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger or an anxious concern. So the fear not is where we're going to camp out for a minute. This statement, fear not, is written, ironically, 365 times in the Bible. That's one fear not for every day of the year. So I think God is trying to tell us to fear not. What do you think? I think that's his, I think that's what he's trying to speak. So Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not for I am with you. That's Jesus speaking to you right now. Fear not, for I am with you. Joshua 1.9 says, Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So I want you to go back to Joshua 1.9 and put your name in that Scripture, Cindy, haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you, Cindy, wherever you go. And then 2 Timothy 1.7, we all know this one. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. If we truly believe in the word of God, then why do we live in such fear? I want to ask that one more time. If we truly believe in the word of God and all the scriptures, the three that I just gave you, why do we live in such fear? So statistics tell us in the United States, 30% of us struggle with fear and anxiety. Our fears can cause us to trust people, places, idols, instead of trusting the one who created us. We have put our faith in government, in our jobs, in our spouses. The only place that we can put our trust in is in Jesus Christ. Again, the only place, the only one deserving that we can put our trust in is in Jesus Christ. Fear can be crippling. But God reminds us each day of the year to fear not. My prayer is that we as daughters of Jesus Christ no longer live in fear. But how do we do that? It's easy for me to say, hey girl, 
You go, girl. You don't live in fear any longer. You're like, okay, Cindy, no problem. I got you. Okay, it just doesn't work that way. It's not that easy. The Bible teaches us to fight against the strongholds of fear. We have to fight against the stronghold of fear. God is in our corner wanting to fight our battles for us if we would just let him. Again, God is in your corner wanting to fight your battle for you if you would just let him. Hmm, pride. I think pride comes into play here in this fear. The pride of, I got this, I can handle this, I'm, I'm good, no worries. Um, girl, no you don't. Surrender it to the one who does. Take your fears to God. He will destroy them for you. Isaiah 35, 4 says, Say to those who are fearful, fear-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. He will come and save you. Take your fears to God. You won't be left alone and you won't be left without answers. I encourage you today to release your hold on your fears. Yep, that's what I said. Release your hold on your fears. God will answer. God's answers sometimes are to wait, to keep fighting, to know a yes, to let go, or even seek counseling. Just trust him. Take your fear to God. You are free from your past. I think somebody else needs to hear that again today. You are free from your past. Don't take it with you into your future. Again, you are free from your past. Don't take it with you into your future. Isaiah 54, 4 says, Do not be afraid, for you will not be put to shame. Don't be humiliated, for you will not be disgraced. For you will forget the shame of your youth and will no longer remember. Fear can keep us in shackles and chains. If we are bound by fear, where is God? We are called to live in freedom, which is the opposite of fear. Psalms 23, 4 says, Yay, you all know this. Recite it with me. Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will not fear evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We need to conquer our fears today. Our adversary knows what keeps us in fear, and he uses our fears to keep us in bondage. So I encourage you today, break free from your fear. Give your fears to God, and he will set you free. Go look up these scriptures. Memorize them. Give them to your heart. Fear not. There's one for every day of the year, so look them up. Fear not, for God is with you. All right, ladies, so I'm going to do a side note for just one little minute, a little jaunt, a little bunny, a little bunny trail, if you will give me that grace today. I know a lot of women that are fearful of the salvation of their children. 
that you live in bondage, that you are fearful. I want to encourage you today that you did the best you could with your children. Some of you built them on a solid Christian foundation and they might be wandering in the world. But my prayer is that, Father, may our children come to know you, love you, serve you, seek you, honor you, and delight in you all the days of their lives. That's the prayer I encourage you to pray. God, may our children come to know you, love you, serve you, seek you, honor you, delight in you all the days of their lives. I want to tell you that our children coming to faith is our greatest desire and our biggest fear. I want to remind you that our Father is the God of all salvation. That He is seeking them. He is searching them. He is running after them. He wants them to come back to Him or come to Him more than we do. If you can imagine that. It is not our responsibility to bring our children to the Lord. We play a big role, absolutely. But it is God who is seeking them. It is God who will bring them to him. Our God is the God of salvation. Trust him with your children. I want you to think about your parents. Would you want them to live in fear of you not having your salvation? I know you wouldn't want that for your parents. And I know once your children come to the Lord, they don't want that for you either. So trust God is seeking them. Trust God is, is going to grab them. Trust God in that he will use whoever's in their life to bring them either to him or back to him. I'm reminded of the prodigal, the prodigal son. The father just gave him the money and let him go. I'm sure he was worried to death of him, for him. But he came back with loving arms and thrown a party. So though through Jesus' sacrifice and resurrection, we now have a Savior who took the punishment for our sins and brings us to a place where God only wants to offer love, peace, and the opportunity to serve alongside him. So I'm going to end today just encouraging you to break free from the bondage of fear. Give your all your fears, not some of them, not the big ones. Give all your fears to God and he will set you free. So let's end once more time with the, the psalm that everybody knows. Psalm 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So girls, leave today knowing that God is with you. Fear not, for he is with you. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I just love and treasure each and every one of you. And again, you go, girl. Fear not. <laughs>